0: Hello and welcome to the latest edition of our video podcast series, The Retreadcast. And once again, Retreading Business is here to provide the market with the latest in news and interviews from the retreading industry. Once again, I'm joined by my father, David Wilson, publisher of Retreading Business. Tell me, David, what can we expect from today's Retreadcast?
1: Thanks, Richard. Well, today we'll be looking at the latest trends in the retreading industry from a tyre manufacturer's perspective. And we'll be going over to Frankfurt, Germany, where we'll be talking to Guy Haywood, Hancock's Sales and Marketing Director for Europe. And he always offers a fascinating strategical insight into the truck tire market. We'll also be indulging in a spot of shameless self-promotion by outlining some of the key features you can find in the latest issue of Retreading Business, as well as an update on the progress of the Recircle Awards, our recently announced awards programme for the tyre retreading and recycling sectors.
0: Thanks for that, David. Well, let's begin by going straight into our main interview with Guy Hayward, which we recorded just a few days ago. Here's that interview for you right now.
1: Today on the Retreadcast, we're taking a look at the retread market from a tyre manufacturer's point of view. And we're very pleased to welcome Guy Hayward, who is uh, Director of Marketing and Sales Europe at Hancock Tyre. Good afternoon, Guy. and Welcome to the
2: Retreadcast. Thank you very much, uh, Dave, for that kind introduction. I'm really, really pleased to be here.
1: Excellent. So let's begin by talking about the level of investments that Hancock has made in the retreading industry in recent years. It's clear that you've continued to invest in the sector whilst others have been reducing their investments. Perhaps uh, you can give us an insight into why this has
2: been the case
1: and the areas uh, which you've been focusing on.
2: Yeah, I think it's probably the best way to answer the question is to look backwards before we look forwards at why Hancock has seen the future for retreading. Um, I've been around in the industry for a very long time, and I can remember the heydays of the retrade market when, back in 2011, the market was worth something like 5.6 million tyres being sold here in Europe, and it represented about 30% of the ETRMA sales in Europe. Um, if we fast forward to, to last year, the market actually dropped down to around 4.2 million, so that's 25% drop in the overall volumes of retread, and now it represents around about 20%. Um, you have to think about why that is the case. Um, I know from being an ex retreader that back in the early 2000s, we had an awful lot of regulation coming into the industry, reg- Regulation 109. It's more recently we've had a lot of dr- big drive for reduction of volatile organic chemicals. We've had a big push for improved environmental performance for the factories. We've also had a difficulty for the factories to be able to invest and also generate profits today to be able to fund that investment because they've really been under very serious price pressures from increases in raw material costs, increases in rubber costs, casing costs, labor costs and energy costs. And probably the most significant factor is the emergence of single-life, single-use budget tires from Asia. Uh, Back in 2011, at the height of the retread marketplace, there was only around 1 million tires coming into the European market. And if we fast forward to 2017, we're talking about nearer 5 or 6 million. And about 4 million of those were coming from China, um, we saw a real shift in the marketplace away from retreading towards single use, low cost, or what you might call budget or cheap tires. And I've been around this industry for over 25 years now, and I know after that experience that there really isn't such a thing as a cheap tire. There are tires that you can buy that are cheap when you first purchase them, but generally you pay more later in the life, whether that's through poor mileage performance or actual on-road performance, improve, increased uh, fuel usage, or you're unable to extract more value from the tyre because it's not regroupable, it's not retreadable, and you may even have to pay for disposal of the casing. So those are the, t- the reasons why we saw that decline in the retread market. So what's different today? Why would Hankook be looking to invest when you've got that history of decline? And really, the first point I'll make is that there is, I see a transition in terms of the behaviour of the fleets, the large fleets, the medium fleets, and even the smaller fleets, where even pre-COVID, and certainly now with COVID, we're seeing those fleets fighting to try to find ways to economize and make sure they extract every euro and every pound of investment that they make. Historically, tyres have always been quite a low uh, percentage of their overall cost, maybe 5%, maybe 6%. But the influence of tyres on their overall cost is quite high when you consider the fuel efficiency impact, and also the uptime impact. So they're starting to look again at tyres, and when they do that, they're starting to realise that they can optimise by fitting a premium product and retreading that product and get a better performance overall and a better value overall rather than fitting one single-use cheap cheap Asian or or imported tyre. The second element that's happening is manufacturers themselves are pushing for more retreads in their own risk accounts where they're the customer of the of the retread business Uh, most of the manufacturers have got the biggest fleets in europe because they have multiple fleets and they actually take the risk on those fleets so they have to make sure they optimize the costs in those fleets and that means making sure they extract every ounce of value out of the tire which is regrooving and also retreading third factor is the environmental factor we are seeing a huge drive now towards much more um, uh, recycling reuse much more um, um, reduction of original um, Materials and also recovering materials. And if you're looking at that reuse argument, then retreading again is a great example. We're using 70% of the raw materials in a retread product or 50 kg per truck tire. So if you want reliable, uh, if you want a cost effective solution that's also very environmentally friendly, then retreading is definitely the solution. And what's happening right now in the marketplace is we're seeing stability in the retread market. And that's because we're seeing those trends starting to. Um, mean that people are no longer choosing to buy single live tyres, they're choosing to invest in a premium product and actually retread that product. Hankook have that need. Uh, We are a large customer. Uh, We've got a lot of fleets in Europe, so we need to be able to make sure that we maximise and optimise our costs, which includes retreading. But also we want to be able to share that with our other partners that are buying transactionally, so we want them to be able to use retread products. So they're the reasons why we're looking to invest in retreading at the time when perhaps other people are saying that divestment might be a, a wiser choice.
1: Well it's certainly good news to, uh, to hear that the market's stabilising. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, you now have a manufacturing setup up in Europe which includes Reifenmuller, which is mm-hmm. your own acquisition of course, yep. plus four other regional partners. What plans are there to expand this network, uh, both in terms of capacity and regional coverage and what's your plan in markets where B2B retreading is not so strong, uh, such as in the Scandinavian countries?
2: Okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, I put, uh, I'll just reiterate the point I made earlier. We've got a strong belief here in Hancock that, that the best way to maximize value for our customers is by promoting re grooving and also promoting retreading. I'm trying to extract all the value, as I say, that we design into our tyres and build into our tyres. Um, the only way, really, we can do that is by making sure that we've got the capability to be able to offer retreads all around Europe. So we recognized some years ago that we needed to start investing in our retread capabilities. We did. It took a lot of time trying to decide exactly where we should put our money and where we should put our investments. Uh, first point was we wanted to try to look to invest in the most logical markets, which are the larger B2B hot cure markets in Europe. Uh, the top five marketplaces, that's UK, France, Germany, Italy and Spain, all represent more than 60% of the overall B2B sales for Hockey or Retreads in Europe. So if you're going to invest, it's logical that's the place where you would start. Uh, we also look very carefully at a number of independent retreaders around Europe to try to find the right one to actually acquire so that we'd have our own capability to produce our own Alpha Treads, and uh, we, we eventually chose uh, Reifenmüller Muller here in Germany, and that, that acquisition is going very, very well for us. Um, we need that capability because we need Alpha Treads, as I've mentioned before, so that we can offer the best and most optimum tyre policy for all our fleet partners. And we need really professional retreaders to be able to do that for us. And we talk about our Alpha Tread product being almost the same performance as our Hankook U product. And we achieve that by having a first-life Hankook casing exclusively used, Hankook technology, Hankook moulds, with Hankook partners or in Hankook's own factory. That's how we can stand by the product. So we have to make sure we're very careful about who we choose and very careful about who we who we, who we t- plan to invest in. Um, saying all of that, we're not finished. and uh, We do have plans to further invest. We will be increasing our volumes. We'll be increasing our range. We're also looking to increase our, our locations because we do – have ambitions to try to grow our fleet partner approach, whether that's our own risk business or whether it's it's our independent business with with transactional uh, fleets. Uh, And that, that all means we're going to need more retreads. The whole of Europe isn't hot cure. We know that. There are some markets, like you rightly said, in Scandinavia and other Eastern European countries where hot cure isn't necessarily the dominant retread. So our strategy in those markets is that we will obviously be promoting retreads. We want those fleet customers to use our our tyres use the regroove casing, get it remoulded, and we'll be asking those uh, those customers to try to use our partners or other um, affiliated companies in those uh, regions that can uh, retread on a cold cure basis for for their fleets. So that's really where we're at with uh, with our uh, strategy currently.
1: Okay, so you mentioned that uh, you're looking to continue to invest in the alpha range. Yeah. Can you give us some insight into how you expect your your offering to develop in in the future in terms of uh, size and patterns and so forth?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, we know that in the European marketplace, it's quite concentrated in terms of the sales by dimension. At the moment, we have 14 sizes in our range across the whole of Europe. Uh, In the top 10 sizes that are being sold here in Europe, there's around about 45 to 50 percent of the total volume is in those top 10 sizes. So it's logical that you start with those 10 and we've got those 10 and we've got an extra three also. And at the moment, we're covering a reasonable portion of the marketplace, but for sure, we're not covering enough of the marketplace. We want to be in a position where we can say to all of our fleet partners, once you've finished with your regrooved grooved Hanku casing, you can you can get that remoulded onto an alpha tread pattern with one of our partners uh, for the whole of the range. I mean, that's or the majority of the range. That's the vision. That we're aiming for, we're a little short of that today. So we will be uh, investing in more uh, range extension and also renewal of some of the patterns that we've had in the marketplace for some years on the AlphaTread tread, Alpha tread uh, range. Um, we want to make sure that they've all got that option of being able to fit uh, an Alpha tread, and we want to also promote uh, retreads with uh, all of our all of our customers, whether it's an tread product or if it's not available from the Alpha tread range, we would promote that they should be using an independent retreader, whether it's one of our partners or uh, another independent retreader or even a competitor manufacturer to retread on the Hankook casing. Uh, we know that Hankook casings are recognised already in the marketplace as real premium. And they're already being used by all of the benchmark retreaders, whether they're independents or manufacturers in the marketplace. And probably that's a sign of the value that Hankook are building into that 1st like Hankook tyre, that the casing is so valuable today in the marketplace and it is being retreaded by Hankook and also by our our competitors and independents. So our customers will have an option of retread in the future. It will be AlphaTread.
0: For the middle section of this week's podcast, we thought we would focus on the key features that can be found in the latest issue of Retraining Business, which has now been in the marketplace for a couple of weeks. So tell me, David, what are the key stories in this issue?
1: Well, one thing that the COVID-19 pandemic is showing us is the value of our network of freelance writers from around the world. And we have a good selection of stories from them this issue. Our new US correspondent, Ron Elliott, talks to the management of Wilkes Treading Company and Sumeral Tire Service about how they're coping with the pandemic. whilst Valentine Iwanwane, our African correspondent, provides us with a feature on the Zambian OTRE Treader Superdoll. But there are also features from India on JK Tyres, Crescent International and Marangoni TRP, and the latest from the Russian market. In addition to that, if you missed earlier editions of the Retreadcasts, you'll, you'll be able to catch up with the interviews we did with Leandro O'Regon from PiPal and Doug Conley at Shamrock Marketing. One of the key stories for us, however, is the fact that the nominations process of the Recircle Awards is now open. We'll be explaining shortly how you can nominate companies and individuals for these awards. But first, let's go back to Richard, who, as you can see, is now stood in front of our sponsors board. So, Richard, tell us, what can you you tell us about the latest additions to our board?
0: Well, as you can see, we've added a few more logos on here than the last time we had this board. Um, And once again, this will continue to increase as more companies join our list of partners and collaborators. Firstly, you will see the logos of our title sponsor, Autopromatec, who will be one of of our key partners going forward with the awards until next March. We are also pleased to announce that the Maringoni Group and Vipal have become our first two partner collaborators from the retraining industry and we can reveal that Maringoni have become our trophy sponsor for the 2021 Recircle Awards. Of course, we'll be showing the Sponsors Board on a regular basis from now on as the Recycle Awards continues to gain momentum.
1: Well, that's great news and good to see that the nominations process is now underway. Uh, for the benefit of our viewers, could you explain how the nominations process works?
0: Yeah, sure. So, we have 14 different awards that are currently open to, to the public vote and these range from Best Retreader to Best Director as well as a special fleet award for the Retread Friendly Fleets and an Employee of the Year Award. A full list of these awards can be found on, can be found on our website and can be viewed at wwwrecycleawardscom nominees page.
1: So who is eligible to nominate?
0: Well, anyone can make a nomination. You can nominate yourself, your customers, your suppliers or your employees, and you can nominate in as many award categories as you like. The only stipulation is that you can only make one nomination per category and you must nominate by the nomination form on our website. One thing I'd also like to add is that if English isn't your first language, we're accepting nominations in all, in all, in all languages from around, from around the world. So please nominate in your, in your native tongue if you feel more comfortable putting your case forward for, for a specific nominee. Perfect.
1: So, so tell me, when is the deadline for nominations?
0: The deadline is November the 13th, and a short list of nominees will be announced on November the 30th.
1: Thank you, Richard. Well, there you have it. We invite all viewers of the Retreadcast to have a look at the Recircle Awards website and take advantage of the opportunity to make your nominations for these new awards. Now, let's return to Frankfurt for the second half of our interview with Guy Hayward. Okay. So you and I have spoken about uh, the retread markets on uh, occasions before, and in one of those uh, conversations recently, you, you identified retreading as a, a cornerstone of Hancock's uh, new mobility solutions. So could you please expand a little bit on this statement and you know how you view Hancock's role in, in terms of uh, mobility?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, it, you'll, if you open up any magazine today, you'll see that there's a huge transition happening in the industry. We've got Tyre makers, historical tyre makers that are transitioning from tyres into what they, what we would call mobility solutions or transport as a service or mobility as a service type companies. And when you look at that, what does it mean? Well, it means, first of all, that they're going to be looking to try to expand their scope by adding added value services and solutions to their offer to fleets and, and other industries. And that means technologies, TPMS, vehicle tracking, uh, RFID technologies, uh, uh, wheel security technologies, all of these things that are being made possible by by things like digitalization are are opportunities, really, for tyre manufacturers to make a change and become more mobility solution companies. But when you look at that offer, certainly those technologies will be part of the offer. But the cornerstone, the real foundation of the offer is tyres. We're still going to be offering tyres when we talk about mobility solutions. Certainly, it'll be tyres plus other other services and, and other digital solutions. But tires is going to be still be part of that story, and when you look at the tire story in a mobility solution, if it's optimized, you need the best tire. You need to extract all of the value out of that tire, and the best way to do that, we know, and we certainly are trying to say to the marketplace, is to regroove the tire and retread the tire. So retreading is part of the foundation, and if you like, it's the cornerstone of that foundation that you then build upon. You optimize your tire costs, and then you can add added value services, added value solutions, technologies to be able to create that total mobility offer that we see in many companies transitioning transitioning towards. Um, in most cases, in many cases, we are the actual customer of the retread process. Hankook have fleets where we are taking the risk on the fleets. And in those scenarios, we make sure that every tire is retreaded that can be. In those scenarios, we also make sure every tire that's regrooved can be. And if you just look at a normal tractor unit and trailer combination that you'd have in the UK market, a six-by-two tractor unit and a triaxle trailer, If you just use simple numbers, if you just put 100-pound tires across all of those axles, there's 14 tires on the vehicle. That's 1,400 pounds to put new tires on all of the axles. If you immediately switch the drives and one one of the trailer axles over to retread, which would be normal process, uh, normal uh, policy, then you'd be able to reduce your cost by 18%. If you then start to regroup some of the axles, which is the second steer axle and the middle axle on the trailer, then you get down to a further 30% reduction in the overall cost for fitting those tyres to those axles. And that's 48% reduced cost from fitting a £100 tyre across all the axles. It's basic economics. So if you're talking about having mobility solutions in the future, customers want very, very good uh, high value and sustainable and economic solutions so it has to be retread regroove, and very very good high quality tires and they're also going to want extra added value services that simplify their business and deliver more value to them and this is where you'll start talking about these mobility solutions digital solutions and all the other things that many manufacturers are now adding to their portfolio so when you look at that they want efficiency they want want, uh, reliability and they want economic and, e- and ecological solutions that's the third piece that I haven't really discussed and when you add those three things up Retread delivers all of them it delivers economy it delivers service and it also delivers it delivers the, the on the ecological and the environmental argument so for me uh, I think Retread will be a cornerstone of our future solutions whether they're just CPK solutions or whether it's something much broader being a mobility solution of the future and I'm very sure that that's the case for all of those premium manufacturers that have the same vision as Hankook of the future.
1: Absolutely. So, uh, finally, I just wanted to ask you a, a more general question about how you saw the development of the retread market uh, for the future. So, uh, how do you perceive the market developing in the future and the, and the tire manufacturers' role in it? And at, at the same time, what's the, what's the future, do you think, for independent pre-cure retreaders?
2: Okay, yeah, uh, it's a big question. And the, the reality is that today, I mean, we're in quite challenging times today, but even before COVID, I've said many times, we're not in an evolutionary state in our industry. It's a revolution. It's developing so, so fast. We're moving, companies are moving from tyre companies to becoming much more mobility solution providers. And that's, that's revolution. It isn't evolution. There are several big driving forces globally that are driving that process. One of them is urbanisation and globalisation. Those two trends, mega trends, mean that we're seeing a much more demand for mobility, whether it's people, whether it's services or whether it's products and products uh, moving around the world through globalization, that means we need more vehicles, more transportation. So that's a demand increaser, which makes those people that are in the mobility industry, which is retreaders and manufacturers and fleets and dealers, it makes their their role in the world much more important. And I guess COVID really proved that to us as well. You know, when we had complete lockdown. The only thing that kept, those hospitals that work in and the, the supermarkets full was mobility. So that really did remind us all of the importance of mobility, and that's going to increase as we get over, more people living in cities and we get more globalization of products and services around the world. Second big mega trend is digitalization. Um, the power of, of, of increasing processing power means that a lot of things that were impossible in the past are now possible. Solutions that were impossible are now possible, and this is going to open up huge opportunities for time manufacturers and also potentially retreaders to change their offer away from just offering tyres into offering tyres, mobility solutions and digital solutions. The other big mega trend that's happening is environmentalism. Uh, we are taking a lot more care now about the environment, which means we take a lot more care about asking companies that are providing with goods and services about their environmental credentials. And governments also are pushing very hard on this agenda. So that's going to lead to a drive for... We're going to get more mobility through digit- urbanisation, globalisation. We're going to get more offers coming through for digitalization, And we're going to be challenged to be able to provide tyres that offer better fuel efficiency, much more better for the environment. We're going to be asked to reuse materials, recycle materials, use sustainable materials. All that means that the, in, the industry that we're in is going through a huge, huge revolution. It's very fast paced. Um, I think the future is that uh, we're going to have an offer in the marketplace which includes retreading, um, we need to be able to offer the best value tires and the best value services. We need to be able to expand our influence so that we can offer solutions and, and, and services like TPMS, RFID, and all of those things. But also, we need as manufacturers to be able to offer the best environmental credentials for our products and our services. Previously, I mentioned that looked, uh, that retread was a cornerstone of the mobility solutions, and it is, but the drivers for Better value extraction from the product, reusing the product, reusing materials is no better example than, re- than retraining. Uh, 70% is reused, 50 kg of each tire is reused. Uh, finding ways to reduce CO2 and the cost of production. CO2 is 24% reduced when you reuse the materials. Water is 19% less because you're not actually having to reproduce those materials. Land use is 22% less. All those figures are coming from the Ernst & Young Social and Economic Impact Survey from 2018. So, so definitely when we talk about retreading, it really ticks the box in terms of the environmental credentials. And I, th- I think COVID is going to accelerate that trend. It's going to accelerate the need for more economic solutions, which includes retread. It's going to accelerate digitalization. We're seeing that now with use of teams and other digital tools. It's going to accelerate people wanting to get much more green solutions and much better in terms of their environmental credentials. Prediction I've got, I think the retread market will be stable in the short term, and I expect it to grow in the medium term. Uh, I expect that Hankook will be um, selling and using a a significantly higher number of retreads next year, the year after the year after the year after the year after that. Um, I think the established makers that we've got out there, the really big uh, manufacturers that are doing retreads are probably going to stabilise their volumes. They're probably not growing a lot in market share now, so they've got needs for retreads, but they're not likely to ex- significantly increase their needs. Uh, the independents, I think they're going to need to seriously look at investing. They need to invest in product renewal. They're going to need to invest in process development. And also, the biggest challenge I think we all face, and this is not only for, for the retreaders, it's also the manufacturers, and it's also the industry uh, bodies like Bipaver, RMA, or AI, AIRP. We need to figure out ways to sell the value of the retread industry. Uh, we need to find ways to, to to sell it as a green product. Um, IPE we were very successful in 109. They were pretty successful with the anti-dumping tariff. They're successful now in developing the retread label. The next big challenge for the the the, the industry and all the manufacturers is to sell it as a green product. All those stats I've, I've I've said: it's ecological, it's environmental, and it saves you money. If we can get that into the minds of all the consumers, then we shouldn't have to worry about whether there is a future for, for the retread industry. Um, I think if any of the independents out there are ambitious, uh, they care about delivering sustainable value to their customers, uh, they want to be part of the future of mobility. I think for them, the future is bright. The future is green, actually, for them. And, uh, but they need to seize that opportunity, and they'll need to invest to make it happen. But I do see a future for retreading in Europe, and uh, for those guys out there that are doing high-quality retreads, there's definitely a future for you. Absolutely.
1: Well, that's a very positive uh, message uh, to finish on. And there will be music to the ears of many retreaders, I'm sure. Thank you very much for your time today, Guy. It's always very enlightening to talk to you about the retread market, and we value your time. Thank you very much.
2: Thank you very much for the opportunity. I'm a retreader at heart, so I hope that I really want the industry to continue.
0: Well, that's all for this week. We hope you enjoyed the podcast and we look forward to welcoming you back for the next edition of the Retreadcast very soon. Until then, stay safe.